Hey, this is Jesse Canton. Man, I am so glad that you took the time to download this podcast. Listen, it's getting ready to be a blessing to you. It is power packed full of wisdom. Listen, as you hear this episode and you maybe you want to be a blessing to this podcast, well, you can hit me up on Cash App. Type in Jesse E. Canty, J-S-S-E, the letter E, C-A-N-T-Y, with the dollar sign, of course. And you can be a blessing. Anything you give will be appreciated. I thank you, and I pray that nothing but God's blessings and his best be upon you. Take care. Hello, this is Jesse Canty with another episode of How Bad Do You Want It? Listen, if you listen to episode number one of the subject entitled Life on Another Level, and it talked about breaking out of what's traditional and stepping into what you have been desiring to do. Nobody may not understand you, but you're going to go into new levels and new territories. If that stirred your juices, well, get ready for part two, because here we go. Let's get into this thing, man. Yeah, man. Man of From the pulpit to the podcast, from the pulpit to the podcast, to the podcast, yeah. Jesse Canty, pursuing my destiny, pursuing my destiny, yeah. Tell me, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? Do you want it bad enough to pursue your destiny? Man, that's what every message I bring across is getting the point, because that's why I'm on this podcast. How bad do you want it? This is episode number 34, Life on Another Level, part two. Let's get into this. Father, we thank you right now, God, for all that you've done, all that you're doing. I thank you for every individual that have decided spirit led, download this message and they're listening to it now. Get glory out of it, God. Let it be speaking expressly to them. And I know nothing about their situation. So therefore, God, help me to be tuned into you that I may not say anything wrong or misleading to them, but will only usher them into the place that you desire for them to be. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Life on another level, part two. I want to jump right into this thing. I dealt with a lot of analogies on the last one. That's one thing I do a lot of. I use a lot of analogies, and I love nature. I really do. Um, And I dealt with the tadpole, how sad it is for a tadpole to die in the water, never experiencing life on another level beyond what he was born at. People always say, well, this is where I was born. This is where I was born. This is the hand I was dealt I'm telling you, one of the greatest things anybody can ever experience in life is to be born at one level. But by the time you die, you have grown through life. And again, not just go through life, but you have grew through life. You know, that's one of the things I look back at people. And I said this before, some rappers and different people who started out years as one type of profession or what they did and the way they saw things. But they allow their mind to be developed, better developed. They allow their outlook on life to be better developed. And I'm telling you, you do not have to start. You do not have to end the way you started. 
In fact, not only you do not have to end the way you started, you do not have to die where you was born at. And if you end up the way you started, that means you wasted your life and never lived. There are some people who are the same people, whether it's a profession they've been in for years, they've always done it the same way. They are committed to doing what they do because they think that's what their job requires of them or that's the best that they have to offer and they know you don't see it but beneath the surface they have paused or stopped the growth button in their life they never develop into being who they were called to be which also means they are never becoming true to themselves because they're only focused on trying to become what other people expect them to become or expect them to be so you're living your life for the glory of somebody else Instead of doing what fulfills you, which in turns fulfill the will of God for your life. Because we were not put here with different fingerprints, different looks, different mindsets, different everything to act the same and look the same and play the same role and do the same thing the same way. That's one of the things I didn't like about my past profession. Everybody wants you to do it a certain way that they've seen it done before. And I refuse to be a puppet and act like somebody else because that's what you deemed as successful. No, I had to break out and find my own lane because I was created with not a robot mind, but I was created with a unique, everybody was, the person I'm talking to now, you were created with a uniqueness from God. And I'm going to say it again. If you are the same person doing things the same way at, at, at 60, then you were doing it at 20, then you have wasted your life. It's wonderful to say this is the way we used to cook. We used to eat soul food back when I was 15 years old. We used to do it this way. And then by the time you're 35 or 45, you're eating on another level. Bishop T.D. Jakes challenged me in so many ways. He challenged me eating-wise. I didn't even eat salads, but I was used to seeing iceberg lettuce with cheese, bits of carrots, whatever else somebody put in like that. I didn't eat carrot salads, but I was used to seeing that. <clears throat> but when I messed around and started following Bishop T.D. Jakes and getting in his presence and sitting at his dinner table, he gave me salads that didn't even have iceberg lettuce on them. These salads now is normal, but for back then for me, it, was, it blew my mind. The plate that sat before me from salad to the main entree, I couldn't even recognize what it was. I used to criticize. I sat there up underneath in his presence. He didn't hear me mumbling, but I would mumble to my wife and say, what is this? It was spinach on the table. It was green pesto on top of my chicken. And I'm like, what is this mess? And Bishop T.D. Jakes got up there, almost like he heard me, and started teaching us that I am here to expose um, life to you on another level. If you don't have anybody in your life that's stretching you, that's showing you that you don't have to always do what you always seen it done or the same way you've always seen it done, you have the right to, uh, to, 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 you know, you not only you have the right, but you have the responsibility to go beyond what is normal or what is, uh, ordinary. 
Don't try to be different, but be intently focused on becoming who God called you to be. And you should be growing to growing to another level in life. Now, watch this. Let's get into this thing. As I, I'm going to backdrop a little bit. Moses could not be hid in the house anymore. Exodus chapter number two. We're going to talk about that in a minute, a little bit more. You got to have growth beyond your limits, beyond your parameters. Now, watch this. I'm going to get into this. Line. I'm excited about it, too. Do not let people or even more so yourself put limits on your life. When we was home, my dad, because I live in Spartanburg, and one of the, I think I said this one time on a podcast. Uh, uh, I mean, I said, no, I know I didn't. I didn't say it this way. And one of one of the the biggest restaurants in our city that's known throughout the uh, that were known wasn't known throughout the United States is called the Beacon. And whenever my daddy was in town, he would go in there. He had five five kids, and uh, uh, and he would order. He would go in there and order five chili cheese, two double chili cheese. Him him and my mom. Five chili cheese, two double chili cheese, and a two a large onion and a large potato, and that's what the order that he would get every Saturday night, and that's what the candies ate in our home every Saturday night. We grew up on the beacon. Well, when I got older and I started realizing that I had to change, and I started experiencing different things way beyond a chili cheeseburger and onion rings and potatoes, uh, all of a sudden I heard a little voice says, "You don't you think you you don't got bougie." You think you're too good for this now, but it wasn't that it's, it began. I began to grow and, and eat things on a whole different level. The greatest thing, if that didn't make sense to you, this right here, will that go back and complete that. One of the greatest things that ever happened to me was when I was started getting calls to travel the world. Now, I know I mean, I look like it now because I don't do as much traveling at this stage uh, I'm going to start back soon when this COVID thing is over with. But I've been to over 31 countries, over 31 countries. I've been to Australia four times and I've been to Africa over nine times and different ones in between there. And that traveling was the thing that brought me out and made me have one of my greatest sp- growth spurts in my life. Because going to another country and seeing different habits and different eating uh, foods and different worship uh, uh, atmospheres, it forced me to grow beyond the place I was born or accustomed to. It let me realize that there was a life beyond the limits that I have been sitting upon myself. I am anointed to talk to people who feel bigger than what you was born in. Who feel like you got more in you than, than you in more to bring to the table than what you've ever done. And you just, but you're afraid to do it. And you're almost starting to think that you're wrong because you are not content with dying on the, in the same place where you at. Oh, let's get into this thing, man. The Bible said that Moses was a goodly child. Now watch this now because people are not going to like what I'm going to say, but it is Bible. You bring this back to me a little bit closer. Moses was a goodly child. When you look up the word goodly in the Hebrew, it means to have a higher nature. He was rich and valuable in estimation. And they're not talking about money. Moses had a mindset that thought higher than his, than his own level of brothers and sisters, own level of, of, of friends, 
people on the level that he was on. He thought, even as a baby, when when this word was spoken, it was spoken as him as a baby. I believe God created you to think differently. God created you to respond differently. He thought and had a higher nature about himself. There are some people, and this is sad truth, it's sad, but it is still truth in his Bible, because he said Moses had a, was a goodly child, he had a higher nature. There are some people that are content with not growing. They are content with staying where they are at. They are content with never stretching out and stepping into the unknown and trying to fulfill the calling or the longing and the desire that is upon their life that is God impressed. That means it's been impressed upon your spirit by God. This podcast is not talking about feelings or feeling some fleshly desire that's upon your life to do something crazy. I'm talking to destiny driven people. You are hearing the voice of somebody who was almost content to stay on a level and society and the people, some or not not all, but some around me almost, almost convinced me that I was not hearing from God and that I was wrong because I felt that, wait a minute, I believe there's much more to me than what I've seen. And God had that impressed upon Moses. And what God did was led his mother, his mother. Again, he could not be hidden in the house no more. They put him in the pit, in the ark, put him down the Nile River, and the wind guided him. That means the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, will guide you in your effort to go to another level. Not like you're saying it another way again. When you're in your effort to grow to another level, I'm telling you, this should be your prayer every day. Not God, give me a check. Not God, pay my light bill. He knows what we have need before we ask him. So God like when you come to him and say, God, make me better and not just bigger. God, give me uh, more wisdom and not just more checks. I need you, Father, to help me to discover who I am and not just who everybody or everybody need to know who I am, who need to know my name. I need to know who I am in you. Show me my capability, show me my my possibility, and show me my potential. And if you show it to me, and if you lead me and guide me and promise not to leave me, leave me, God. I promise you, Father, I will never, ever, ever try to go anywhere without you. That's Exodus 33 from Moses. So God allowed Moses to be birthed by the daughter of Levi, Yoshebel. But he was educated and raised by the daughter of Pharaoh. God shifted him, took him off around his normal environment, where he only learned. Well, he's not going to say only, but where he was learned behavior. I talked about that a little bit on the last one. Learned behavior will keep you on a path for tradition's sake. Learn behavior when you're doing the same thing over and over and over again. You know, this this type of behavior, you didn't go to school to learn it. This type of behavior, you didn't have to read a book to learn it. This type of behavior, the way you learned it by looking to your right, looking to your left. Whatever your sister and your brothers did, you duplicated it. Whatever life brought you every day, whatever life brought you yesterday, you predicted it's going to bring you the same thing today. If that, and I use the analogy, remember I talked about that fish? 
when that when that human put that whole put their hand over that fish bowl and drop some food in there on a Monday, I assume they're gonna do it again tomorrow. So it's learned behavior. And the bad thing about it is when you get stuck in learned behavior, you get stuck in one place. And it will keep you in that same path for tradition's sake. It's almost like a dog that gets hand clapped. Oh, you done good. And all of a sudden he lives for the hand clap. Oh my God, I'm talking to somebody. That hand clap can be people saying that you are they're impressed by what you do, or that hand clap, hand clap can be a 40-hour check at the end of the week. Whatever it is, if it brings you a little moment of glory, you get stuck in that path of life for tradition's sake. It keeps you in the path of tradition's sake. You never... You never feed that desire. Listen to me. I'm going to say something. You never feed that desire to break out into new territories. Where you see life differently. And it's going to be more difficult. One of the most, and I know I say this a lot, but I'm just, I have a gift of wisdom and I see, I see, I see monumental moments in different people's lives, in my life, and Abraham's life. Abraham had a monumental moment, and it was when he heard God say, leave thy father's house, thy family, thy, thy kindred, and thy country, and go to a land that I will show you. Let me tell you, looking back at that, that was a monumental moment. When God can tell you to break out of a territory that you had once mastered or become accustomed to, get out of that place that have no longer caused you to grow. It has only begun to incubate you. Incubation will lead to habitation. Incubation will will lead you to getting into a place where life on that level becomes a habit. It keeps you safe. It keeps you secure. But it never puts you to the place where you meant to pursue your destiny. God wanted to do something great for Abram and he had to get him out of his place of complacency. He drove him to new territories. In other words, if you're not following what I'm saying, follow your calling. Don't follow. Don't do not look from thumbs up from your peers. Because they are content with you staying where you're at, doing what you've always done. And they don't care if you're not being fulfilled as long as they are being fulfilled. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. God has blessed us to have listeners all around the world. And I thought to myself, I said, maybe there's somebody that wants you to have a prayer request. that wants you to pray with them concerning anything, your family or whatever it is. If that's be so, listen, drop me an email at jessecantypodcast at yahoo.com. J-S-S-E-C-A-N-T-Y podcast at yahoo.com. I would love to hear from you. I love to pray with you. And I want you to have a blessed day. Do not stop breaking into new territories, learning new things in your life 
And you must not stop following your calling because there is a voice that God is always walking ahead of you. The spirit of the Lord and the Ark of the Covenant will walk ahead of the people. Follow it. The Bible says go after that glory. Your eyes is not fixed on what you want to do. Your eyes is fixed on what way the ark is going, what way his glory is leading you. And when you see his glory make a turn, you make a turn. One of the things my wife told me many years ago, when I first started traveling, which was Africa, I had gotten content. I have gotten really accustomed to pastoring after about 13, 14 years. I started getting to a point where it's, I think it was going into 15, 16 years. I, th- I started getting to a point where I'm saying, okay, God, I just feel greater in me. No disrespect to this position you've given me. Pastoring is a wonderful thing. Pastoring is a, is a needful thing. Pastoring is a blessed position to have. But I felt that God had more inside of me. Am I wrong for that? Of course not. And I told my wife, I don't know what to do. I'm just getting tired of this. And I feel that, yes, I'm helping the people here, but I feel that there's much more in me than what I've been limited to. And at that time, out of nowhere, Africa and Australia started calling for me. And I talked to my wife and I said, should I go? I said, because I hear some people telling me, you're a pastor. You need to worry about being here. You don't need to be traveling over there. They had all their input, different people, not just all from the congregation, some from outside the city, outside the state, friends of mine. And my, my wife and I, we took some time and we prayed on it privately. Till one morning, she woke up and told me, she said, Jesse, God told me to tell you to go. Because it's going to become your lifeline. I didn't understand it when she told me that then. But later on, God, or throughout the years, God began to reveal to me what she meant. What he meant when he gave her that word for me. When I started traveling and started ministering beyond my normal region. And I was by myself. I messed around and got a preview of the anointing and the calling that's on my life. It became the thing that gave me life. Some people, they wake up, they have life, and I'm not mocking you. I'm not mocking you. Some people have life when you stand up before your congregation and sitting there and doing the, the, the thing. That was, that was, God anointed me for a time for that. But then all of a sudden, the anointing shifted. Again, I'm not belittling that position. It is necessary. It is God-ordained, and it is, it is wonderful position. But I'm talking more so than just a position to what do you do when God's hand is on you and he's shifting the direction upon your life? Do you stay in a place that is good, but it may not be good for you today because God got something greater upon you? So you have to realize that your lifeline is only going to be at the place where God is trying to take you. To make a long story short, when I started ministering beyond, it became my lifeline. It gave me so much joy. Now watch this, what I'm going to say. It gave me, I felt alive. I felt like a fire that was raging at its apex when I began to walk into it. And then when I came back to the house, as Moses would do, if I came back to the house, all of a sudden, I was no longer content there. 
Moses was inside of Egypt for 40 years until the day came when he took a walk and looked out there and saw his burdens of his brothers. And make a long story short, you know, he killed one man that was trying to uh, that was trying to come against his people. That day, Moses realized his fire for, for living in the kingdom have come to an end. And God was using passion to take him or expose him to life on another level. Let me tell you right quick, because I end this thing. One of the best signs you can ever tell that God has a greater level for you to live on is when you admit that you are full of solid frustration. I'm talking about frustrations down within you that you can't articulate to nobody. You don't know. You can't explain it to nobody. That frustration that determined that lies just beneath the, 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 the surface of you. In fact, if you want to look at it naturally, it is the frustration, the silent frustration that determined your birthday. Yes, I said it. I know you. What is he talking about? I'm going to say it again. It was the silent frustrations, if you were born naturally, that determined your birthday. It was the baby that became frustrated and have outgrown the place he was at when you was in your mother's womb. The only, I'm talking about born naturally, the only thing that determined your birthday other than God was the day you got frustrated being in that place that you have outgrown. And when you got silently frustrated and you have outgrown that womb, you start looking for your exodus. And when you made, when you decide to make your exodus, you also at the same time made your entrance. Ooh, this is powerful. I'm going to say that again. What determined your birthday was the silent frustration that you experienced. They said, I got to get out of this place. I have outgrown it. What used to incubate me have now come to, come to irritate me. And you have outgrown that place. And then nature start to guide you toward the, to you make your exodus. And at the same time, when you're making an exodus, you're making an entrance. Don't be afraid to shift the direction upon your life is what I'm trying to tell you. When God is calling you something, when God is calling you. When that place that once hid you, now become the place that hinders you. Maybe, just maybe, it's time for you to go to another level. What makes a crab think differently than any other? I mean, think about it now. All these crabs in a bucket. What makes the other crab decide what makes the other crab think differently than the other ones? I mean, the one that's trying to get out of there. What makes him do that? And this is the answer that I came across. Truthfully, all of them want to get out of there. But all of them are not bold enough to try. None of them want to be in that position. But some of them would rather stay in that position than to try to climb out and see what's on the outside. And the ones that's fearful to move, 
They are committed sometimes to keeping you from moving. But you got to break free from that. God wants you to see life on another level. And as I close this, I want to say this to you and I'm going to pray with you. There is life on a whole different financial level. We grew up as a $2 on pump number nine. That was the thing. You put $2 of gas on pump number nine. Give me $2 on pump three. And if you saw somebody filling up tank every time they stopped, you said, he must be rich. And I can go on with financial experiences and show you how God started challenging me to live on another financial level. $100 to you is not what it was years ago because you're starting to think on a different level. Live financially on a different level. Feel Live spiritually on a different level. Live naturally on a different level. Live socially on a different level. Your relationship with your children today does not have to be the exact same relationship that you had with your children, with your mother and them had with you. You don't have to slap them and send them to their room because it was done to you. Don't be afraid to experience things differently than the way you was exposed to things. That's what this whole point of this message was. And I hope this message was blessful, blessing to your spirit. It was called Life on Another Level, part two. I hope it causes you and trigger you to think because I believe that God is calling you to greater. And I want to pray with you that you uh, exceed the parameters that have become normal to you and that you experience life on another level because you're going to fall in love with who you were created to be. Instead of where you was born, where you was born at and where you were born around, you're going to find a whole new you. Father, I pray that you lead and guide these people, Father. Thank you for all that you've done, all that you're doing, Father. Let this word be impactful and powerful and uh, that's in, uh, that also empowers them, Father, to develop into that wonderful species and wonderful blessed people that you've created in the big God. We give you honor and glory in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, know that we love you. I'll see you next time. You be blessed. Hey, business owners, this is Rashad Brown with SwipeFast, located in Columbia, South Carolina. We are excited to be partnering with Jesse E. Canty in the How Bad Do You Want It podcast. Since 2017, SwipeFast has been helping business owners like you save up to 99% in their debit and credit card processing fees. So if you process business to business or business to consumer payments, we have solutions that will meet your needs and would love to hear from you. You can reach us at SwipeFast.com forward slash save. That's swipe, spelled with the Y, or contact us at 1-800-597-0713. Don't forget to let us know that Jesse E. Canty sent you. Have a blessed day.